Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Just hit the subscribe button. You'll be glad you did. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot of great headlines to get to today. Do want to tell you, I, I never caught you up. I, I was a chaperone last week. I'm doing it again because they didn't have enough people to chaperone. So I'm chaperoning right after I do this episode. But last time, it was a it was an event. It was crazy because we walked like six miles round trip. But the kids were exhausted. But it was full of just weirdness. We ended up going to this park that had a giant lake there. There was a homeless guy harassing the group of people and the police got called. It was fucking wild. Every time the kids needed to use the restroom, we had to go in like an adult had to go in and sweep the restroom to make sure that there was no crazy people in there. There was a kid that found a a pile of books in a toilet (laughs) and she's like, I'm not going pee in there. There's books. Like, well, get them out, pull them out. (laughs) I didn't say that. No, but it was cool because we taught the kids how to fish, which was neat. My daughter opted to get taught by somebody else, which is probably the best way to do it. Because if it was me trying to teach her, she'd just be like, no, you're doing it wrong. Let me do it. (laughs) So somebody else taught my daughter how to cast, which I'm fine with because I taught other kids how to cast. And they were successful. Also, I did kick a turd. And that just pissed me off. We're walking back to the school with the kids. And somebody did something. And I veered off the path. And I was walking in the grass, which I was just telling the kids not to do because there's dog shit everywhere. And what do I do? Kick a turd. Kick a turd. So mad. (laughs) So mad. Yeah, hopefully today I don't kick a turd because I'll be pissed. You know what's going to make me happy? Getting into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. Snow Monkey was wandering around. The city of, well, I guess it's Fuji City in Japan. So the city hall dispatched three municipal employees to basically go tranquilize the monkey and move it somewhere else. Because some lady called in, she said, we got a, we got a crazy snow monkey causing problems. Okay, so they send out their people. So guess what happens? <laughs> like in a stupid comedy, the dumbass monkey hunters accidentally shoot the tranquilizer into the woman that actually reported the rogue monkey. How fucking stupid. This is what happened. The hunters were taping their rifles to avoid air escaping. They're just making it really tight. That way they get a good shot going on, apparently. Then one of the idiots accidentally discharged his weapon and struck the woman in the arm with the dart there was enough sedative in that to take down a 33 pound monkey and she was out for over an hour. (laughs) They had to take her to the hospital just to make sure, but I like how fucking stupid are you? But it does remind me of a classic movie clip from old school. Hey, hey, be careful with that. That's the most powerful trank gun on the market. Huh? Got her in Mexico. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. They say it can puncture the skin of a rhino from a... (laughs) Ow! Oh! Yes! That's awesome! 
What? You just took one in the jugular, man. <laughs> Whoa. Yes! <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God, I did. Is this bad? Is this bad? You should pull that out. That shit is not cool. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Pull it out. The dart, man. Got a fucking dart in your neck. You're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you. But you're crazy. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> I love that. That's uh, Sean William Scott and uh, Will Farrell in old school. Love that. Like, how do you fucking accidentally shoot somebody with a, a, a dart, a tranquilizer dart? And especially because it's like, it's the person that reported the, the incident. And they're like, hold on, let me tape this up. So anyway, where's the monkey last time you shot? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it, Carl, you did it again. Fuck you, Todd. I'm new. Uh, you know what's not new and getting worn out is a Cristiano Ronaldo statue. It's up in Portugal, I believe. And the statue's penis is becoming worn out because so many tourists are grabbing it and rubbing it. <laughs> it's so stupid. They showed a picture of it, and it is seriously getting worn out because people want to take a picture with it, and they just start rubbing it or grabbing it. And... The statue's kind of old, but not crazy old. But it's just like it's obvious that where people are grabbing and like who puts a bulge on a on a soccer player's growing area? It's like unnecessary, but it's like obvious. It's like this like mound <laughs> of of junk coming out of the of the shorts. So I gotta be honest. If I took a picture with it, I'd probably do the same thing. I'd be like. Ee, ee, ee. I'm polishing his knob. I get it, guys? <laughs> anyway, I'm stupid. <laughs> All right, we got more headlines coming your way. But first, football is back, and nobody is more excited than your friends at Superbook Sports. Superbook is bringing Vegas-style wagering to the palm of your hands, and now they're going to match 100% of your first bet up to $1,000. That's insane. No matter if the bet wins or loses, you don't have to be at the stadium to enjoy football this fall. So visit Superbook.com or download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start getting in on all the action. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Did you see this? This is the fucking world we live in. A pilot had to threaten to turn the plane around if passengers continued to airdrop nudes. Here's the audio. So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. Oh, and it's God. vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to Cabo. <laughs> what is how? It's like he's talking to his kids. Guys, knock it off. Quit sending dirty photos to each other. I don't have an iPhone, so the airdrop thing doesn't, I guess, apply to me. But... It's kind of a fucked up feature that apparently, I guess, if I'm if I'm understanding correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you have an iPhone, you can just airdrop whatever the fuck you want to people that are nearby. 
what the fuck? That's disgusting. And the possibilities are just fucking horrifying. That's disgusting. Could you imagine being on that flight, though? And be, actually, you know, it'd be harder to be the pilot, I think, because you're sitting there scolding a bunch of grown-ass adults. Be like, all right, no more dick pics. I Listen, seriously, it looks like a shriveled-up raisin, and I will turn this blame around, and I will expose you for being a little penis raisin guy. Okay? It's disgusting. Nobody wants to see that. It has to be a guy sending the, the naked photos. I can't imagine a woman doing that. I can't imagine a, a woman doing that, but I guess it's possible. But come on, guys. That's so disgusting. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yes, let's be honest. It's kind of funny, but disgusting, especially if you're looking at your phone and maybe you have your kids next to you or they're using your phone to play games and be like, oh, somebody gave us a photo. Oh, my God. What is that? It looks like a sad elephant. <laughs> what the fuck, people? Knock it off. It's disgusting. You're ruining this for everybody. Stop sending naked photos to people that don't want naked photos. I can guarantee you, guys, the major- I would just say 99% of the women out there in the world don't want to see a picture of your penis. They don't. Now, ladies, guys, most like 99% of the guys out there that are attracted to women want a naked photo of, of women. That's that's fine. Okay. But I can almost guarantee that <laughs> the majority of women out there don't want a dick pic. They don't. They don't. Oh my gosh. Kate Moss shared a funny story about Johnny Depp when they were dating. She was talk, doing an interview with British Vogue, and this is what she said. And that diamond necklace Johnny gave me, they were the first diamonds I ever owned. He pulled them out the crack of his arm. We were going out for dinner, and he said, I've got this, something on my bum. Can you have a look? And I was like, what? And I put my hand down in his trousers and I pulled out a diamond necklace. That diamond necklace. Ha! Okay. <laughs> Imagine if he ever proposed to her. What, what would that have been like? It's funny because she doesn't go into very much detail on it. She's looking at it like this book of all her wardrobes that she wore over the years and then she gets to this one particular page in like 1995 or something like that. Looks at the dress and she's like, that's the necklace that Johnny gave me. He stuck it up his ass and then made me get it out. Okay, I need more details, Kate. I need more details. And let's be honest, we're not really shocked that Johnny Depp, you know, gave his girlfriend at the time a diamond necklace and had her fish it out of his ass. We're not really shocked about that. It, it's, that's Johnny Depp for you. Classic Johnny. Sticking diamonds up his butt and making his girlfriend fish him out. <laughs> he is such a good guy. Everybody thinks Johnny Depp is this great, amazing person. He's just weird as fuck. <laughs> Who does that? Try that, guys, next time. You know she's a keeper if she doesn't mind it. Well, actually, maybe she's not a keeper if she doesn't mind it. <laughs> like, smells like real diamonds to me. Mm. 
Oh my god, my wife wife would be pissed, and she's like, "No, you got to get these like steam cleaned, and then we have to sell them because I'm not forever keeping this diamond necklace that was up your butt. It's disgusting." It did make me think of that scene from Pulp Fiction with Christopher Walken. This watch was on your daddy's wrist when he was shot down on that Hanoi. It was captured from the Vietnamese prison camp. He knew that if the ever saw the watch, it would be confiscated, taken away. The way your dad looked at it, this watch was your birthright. He'd be damned if any slopes going to put the greasy yellow hands on his boy's birthright. So he hid it. In one place he knew he could hide something, his ass. Five long years he wore this watch up his ass. Then he died of dysentery. He'd give me the watch. I hid this uncomfortable hunk of metal up my ass two years. Then after seven years, I was sent home to my family. Little man, I give the watch to you. <laughs> could you imagine being a kid and hearing that story? Be like, thank you. It's the ass watch. Hmm. Thanks, bud. Oh, people. I, I can't imagine. This is a weird episode. I apologize. Here's what's funny real quick. First of all, I have no plans on su- sticking anything up my, my back end for secure keeping. It's gross. I, I, I just hope I'm never in that position. Oh, have you guys ever seen that movie? What is it? Uh, the Interview with James Franco and Seth Rogen. Hilarious scene where they, involving a tiger. (laughs) I'm not going to go into it. Spoiler. Actually, it's been out forever, so it doesn't matter. Basically, he had to shove this thing up his ass so the North Koreans couldn't find it. And it's like, it's not a small thing. It's a fairly large thing that he had to shove up his butt, and he used uh, tiger blood to uh, lubricate it. Ah, you're welcome. It's a good family film. Good family film. Oh, boy. So I had Vic Lombardi on last episode. I decided to title it Vic Lombardi is a jerk. Dash. Anyway, he talks Broncos and a lot more with me. Because <laughs> it's just funny. If you listen to the episode, you get why I wrote that. I love Vic. And he's just a great guy. Uh, just amazing person. But what was funny is Susie Wargen, who is an amazing person as well, responded to that tweet and says, makes note to self, if the Huff ever asks, say no. Then I wrote back, don't worry, Susie, I won't. Like a dick. <laughs> I hope she gets that it's a joke. I hope she gets it's a joke. Susie, don't you dare walk away from me. I am so sorry. Yeah, it's funny. Funny. It was a good interview. Vic, Vic is a funny guy, very creative individual. If you guys have other people you want me to try to get on the podcast and have a just a regular conversation with, uh, an uncensored conversation, I know a lot of people are like Peyton Manning, um, let's see, like a lot of uh, local sports people like Eric Goodman, Ron Zapolo. Kyle Clark. Kyle Clark would be an interesting one from Nine News, but uh, it'll be interesting. We'll see what, where we go. Like I said, once we get to episode 200, I'm going to try to do a lot more interviews to uh, to this podcast. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. By the way, speaking of episode 200, it is right around the, cl- uh, the corner. So I can't wait to get to that. 
a lot of stuff coming your way. Episode 200. Uh, I, I, I got to check my mailbox. I think I have some prizes in there that I'm going to hand out for you guys. If you're able to contribute, even if you've already contributed, I will automatically put you in the hopper if I can get those prizes. So email me at DeHuff on, uh, at DeHuff on censored at gmail.com. Excuse me. Favorite moments or topics from the podcast. Maybe you had a story you've always wanted to share with somebody. Go ahead, send it to me. Or maybe there's a question you've always wanted answered or whether it's by me or just somebody in general again to huff uncensored at gmail.com i have some special guests set to join the podcast can't wait for that again to huff uncensored at gmail.com thank you guys so much for joining the podcast i'm off to the the uh chaperone thing i don't know how this is i had to wear i have to wear pants i have to wear long pants because we're going to be sifting around in high grass which freaks me out because now I'm going to have my camera out. If I see a snake, I'm going to be like texting Chad Brown. Be like, is this one dangerous? And if all of a sudden he, if he texts me back and just says, run, <laughs> no, push the kids over. I'm not going to do that. Jesus. I wouldn't push a kid over. Just use them as a shield. I'm kidding. Fuck. I hope the parents or the faculty don't listen to my podcast because they're going to be like, we just don't trust him. He said he's going to use a child as a human shield. If a, if a rattlesnake comes after him, I won't fuck. I will jump on the snake like a grenade. <laughs> Why'd you squish the snake? I don't know. I didn't know what to do. You could have just walked away. Instead, you smushed it. Well, I don't know what I'm doing. Scott, you, you literally belly flopped on the snake. <laughs> well, it can't hurt anyone anymore. Thank you is what I should be hearing. Anyway, thank you guys so much. I'll keep you posted on, uh, on how that shit goes. So hopefully not chaotic. And uh, yeah, hopefully there's not anybody that we need to call the police on. Jesus, like last time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you could, please give it a nice review. Five stars would be ideal. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports, Blake Street Tavern, and of course, Total Beverage in Thornton and Westminster. It's to Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. Hopefully you smiled today. I'll talk to you next time.